1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. There's the snap. He's back. He looks right. Nothing there. And they got him. And down he goes back at the 16-yard line. Cameron Hayward working against the rookie. Spun away from the block and got right to Burrow. Gets the snap. He's back. Batted down, intercepted. T.J. Watt jumped up and just took the ball out of the air. And this Steeler defense rises up once again.
2: Two amazing moments yesterday. Two amazing moments. And both were contributors to what has been a 53-0 and zero run for the Steelers. They're 53-0 in games where they have at least four takeaways and four sacks. And uh, yesterday was just another one, another pelt on the wall. But what a great job. And by the way, you want to talk about incredible reflexes. The great T.J. Watt going up. And It's like it's like stepping in front of a jugs gun from about five yards away and snagging the ball. I mean, it doesn't happen often. I have not seen reflexes like that since I was watching a Bruce Lee movie when I was a kid.
0: <laughs>
2: Seriously, man, that was serious reflexes no, by T.J. Watt.
0: It was impressive. I, I mean, I tell you what, Wolf, if there was ever one game that could have earned a guy a defensive player of the year award on so uh, i mean tj watt was incredible the sacks the turnovers the just absolute blowing up of that that run play that he had in the second half where it looked like he was taking the snap from joe burrow and, and instead of joe mixon it looked like he was in the cincinnati huddle there uh yeah we we obviously all hope for the best and some good news as it relates to tj uh you know i know there's a lot of the reports out there we're still waiting to hear from coach tomlin and all those things but man Wolfie, he looked like a guy who picked up right where he left off last season and it was needed on sunday and will be desperately missed if he does miss some time here i mean he is just he he's not from here he's an alien visiting <laughs> us from another planet uh somewhere where him and somewhere where him and jj were incubated or something uh, after they were born i don't know but uh, incredible performance by the entire defense. Again, you know, Minka and Cam and Alex Highsmith and a lot of guys. Cam Sutton deserves shout outs. Oh yeah. But but man, once again, it it's it's TJ at the top of that list. He is just he's so special. He is the best at what he does in the National Football League. He is the one percent of the one percent. And uh and that was on display yesterday afternoon in Cincinnati.
2: You know, the thing that, that often isn't talked about is the game brains the man has. You know, one of the things that I always respect in players are those who take their their experiences and they're able to, like, I don't know, bottle them up, contain them, peruse through them, and then be better from them and get better each and every week, each and every year because of the fact their game experience starts to give them, I don't know, just a little uh, insider info. You know, they short, got that Samurai point. Sixth Sense, you know? you got... T.J. being able to go up, get a, a pass defense, not tipping the ball. All of a sudden he jumps up and now he intercepts the ball. You know, he sacks. He he forces a fumble. Ah, man, there was just a whole lot going on with that guy. And I, I pray for him. I pray that uh, it's not as serious as it looks. Uh, we certainly hope and pray that, uh, you know, he's able to continue and go along. Even even for himself. I mean, because, sure. you know, I, I, I can't even imagine what he's thinking today on the heels of such a great victory to open the season where the Steelers and the Bengals never even have met in all their years on opening weekend and yet here you go and it's it's really a game for the ages and and now yeah it's that's a tough one
0: it is it is that that's i think the biggest you know looming piece of news that that we're all waiting to hear here um and that's i think going to affect a lot of people's moods, right? I mean, I well if you know, we're, we're pretty active on Twitter myself, you know. Right. Arthur Motes the show that we do is is very interactive on Twitter. I already last night, you know, when we when we got on the plane and we were waiting to take off, I was kind of scrolling through some of our our mentions there from the game reaction stuff. And there there were already probably four or five people who said, "Oh man, I'm just—I can't even enjoy this worrying about TJ. You know, I—I I would almost trade the win for for healthy TJ, and it feels like we might—you know—we won the battle, but we might have lost the war if TJ's out long term. I get all those sentiments. I do. You know, we know it's—it's it's an NFL team. It's the ultimate team game. Um, there is—you know—there's there's no one individual that's more important than the team. There's no one individual that can overcome the team. But man, TJ Watts a heck of an individual.
2: Yeah. Yes, he is. You know, and it, it's it's that precedent he sets. You know, out there coming through in timely fashion in the big play moments. You know, Mike Tomlin was talking about this past, that last week. You know, the fact that you know TJ just seems to have that knack of making the big play at crucial moments, and you can go back through his career and see, uh, you know, a number of them. But certainly, again. he – when the Steelers needed him. He rose up and was, again, uh, at the head of the class as far as playing and making plays. But I'll tell you another guy. uh, And first of all, I would say, let's just go. Let's talk a little bit about some of the good. All right, you got to talk about the good, and the good starts with five takeaways. That was just absolutely brilliant. And one of the guys that starts it off or does start it off is Minka with 14 tackles, the pick six, and then he's got the temerity come back and block a field goal. I mean, the extra point. Oh, great googly moogly. I couldn't believe it. I thought the game was over, and I refused in my mind to say the game's over. But in my heart, I could feel it sinking. And all of a sudden, 3-9 flashes in front and blocks that <laughs> extra point, And I went back to Green Bay last year. Remember Green Bay? Yep. That – and they called him offsides, and it looked almost identical. When you look at it, he just has that great takeoff at the snap of the ball, and for whatever reason, the tight end position there, the guy turned out and left that inner side open, and Minka just took advantage of that little sliver of a crack he had and going through.
0: Wolf, I I swear to you, and I know people say these kind of things all the time, and you know, I, but you hook me up to a lie test, lie detector test. All right? Okay. We're I am doing it. I swear to you. Now remember,
2: if you if you if you
0: lie, then we gotta zap you. That's right. Okay? I will get smited. <laughs> I swear to you, as the Bengals were driving there, right, my wife texts me and she goes, Well, this is a win-win for you, right? Either the Steelers are gonna hold on and win, or you'll be able to avoid overtime and at least get home a little bit earlier. (laughs) And I texted her back and I said, I wouldn't be so sure. All right. I said, they can still score here and mess up the extra point. We've seen that with the, you know, we've seen the Steelers have some success blocking some extra points. Heck there was the big LSU Florida state game last weekend where, you know, LSU drives down the field to tie it, but then they get the extra point blocked. Uh, Yes. It was funny even after the Bengals scored that touchdown, I swear to you, in the back of my mind, I was like, "This isn't over yet." Because one, the Steelers have the knack, and Minka particularly has the knack for doing that. And two, I don't know if a lot of people know this, I don't know if they mentioned this on the TV broadcast. I'm sure they did, but the Bengals' long snapper was out injured yes. as well too. So if you'll real quick here, Wolf, I'll, I'll play the cut as well too. Okay, good. You know, Cincinnati, Cincinnati scores at the end there. It's a tie game. There's two seconds left on the clock. And all that was left was a was a chip shot from from one of the best kickers in the league, and Evan McPherson, without a doubt. But the all-pro Minka Fitzpatrick had different ideas. Ball is down. The kick is on. The, it's oh, blocked!
1: blocked. Kick is Minka. blocked. Minka Fitzpatrick blocked the kick, and we have a tie game with two seconds left.
0: <laughs> it was pandemonium. I couldn't shut up. Poor Billy. You know?
2: I'm sitting there, it's just a natural reflex because I was like in my mind, my my, my, my my gourd is like sinking down into my heart going, oh, these guys, <laughs> they've battled so hard all day long. And I'm thinking to myself, is there one more shred, one more little bit of magic? One they more can play. Pull, one more Minka. Oh my goodness. That was just sensational. Absolutely sensational. And I truly, in my mind, I just I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. And that's when I opened my big yapper, when I couldn't couldn't keep it shut, when poor Billy's trying to tell everybody what in the world's going on. But anyhow, Mink, 14 <laughs> tackles, a pick six, the the extra point block, and uh, n- numerous big plays along the way. But I would also give a, a real shout-out, of course, we know TJ had a great yep. one, six yep. tackles, a sack. Three tackles for loss, two passes of defense, including an interception, and a quarterback hit. But how about Alex Highsmith? Three sacks, mm. nine tackles, two tackles for loss, four quarterback hits, I'm telling you what, and a forced fumble. You know, that young man, um, He's the star is starting to emerge in him, and I'm hoping that he can continue and stay healthy and keep on going, that was just absolutely a dynamite job. He did a great job of, of setting the edge, playing the run. Uh, you know, I, I just can't say enough good about the young man. It's He's going to have to be, if T.J., God forbid, if it's as bad as it might right, it seems right. to be, then Alex is going to have to step it up, and uh, he certainly showed that he is capable of, a pull, of getting that, you know, uh, stepping up to be that sort of defensive leader.
0: No, he, I tell you what, I think we all thought this was really the year that it could all come together for him. You know, we we've we saw Flash as his rookie year. We saw him take a step forward last year in the sophomore season. Felt like, though, you've seen the body transformation. It's year number three. The game's slowing down for him. He's confident. Um, he's in that kind of big swing year, you know, for contracts and that as well, too, in, in your third year in the NFL. Uh, and it's only week one, but it, it certainly, certainly looked like um, all the anticipation, all the hope, uh, and the upside that, that we know that he has, uh, that it's really starting to come together for him. Because, yeah, you're, I mean, everyone's talking about Minka, rightfully so, and TJ, and Cam Hayward was outstanding. And I thought a guy that we haven't mentioned yet, and we're in the second hour of the show, I thought Devin Bush played pretty well, too. Um, yeah. But, but man, Alex Highsmith deserves deserves credit, deserves spin, in this conversation as well because he was huge you know particularly in those last 10 minutes or so when tj was out
2: i'm laughing because he said deserves spin and i'm about to talk he deserves about his spin the Wolf. spin that he pulled off of jonah williams for i believe it was oh his my first goodness. sack i mean he spun what we used to say he spun a three-quart bucket i mean it was so <laughs> tight you know and it was funny because i was down on the south side watching practice last week right and he pulls that off on one-on-one against Danny Moore and beat, the, beat uh, Danny Moore to the inside with a fine spin. And, uh, you know, he, he executed it out on the field. It was absolutely a terrific job. Way to go, Alex. That was awesome. And, by the way, since I mentioned it, you know, my mediator matchup of the week was Danny Moore versus Trey Hendrickson. Serious battle there. Trey Hendrickson, a 14-sack guy from last year. Trey Hendrickson, a guy that can run a sub-4, 740. Trey Hendrickson, a guy that is so good, he can stand up at the edge and, and stuff the run, and he can run stride for stride with a back on a wheel route 40 yards down the field, watching him on film, and you'll go, wow, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah, you know what Trey Hendrickson's uh, stat line was? Four tackles and one quarterback hit. That's it. Way to go, cool. Danny. Way to go.
0: Way to go, indeed! And you know what, Wolf? While while we're on that subject, uh, can I share my my good with you here? Yeah, please. We have rightfully so. I mean, we're you know we're about an hour and fifteen minutes into this thing, about seventy five minutes into this this show here so far. We've we've again rightfully so talked a, a lot about the defense and and a lot of what they were able to do. How about a, a shout out though to the offense? Because I tell you what, when you're struggling like they were all day, when you are, you know, you're, you're struggling to get any type of momentum, to find any identity, to score many points, to finish drives as well too, right? Because even it felt like when they were having some nice moments, ah, then they'd end up settling for a field goal. For the offense, despite all that, despite the, you know, for, for about four hours, most things not going your way, struggling, being frustrated, coming up short, you know not having much success moving the ball or finding the back of the end zone to come out there with what uh, a minute and in seconds or whatever it was a minute and 12 seconds left in overtime at your own 20 yard line i think i think a lot of us were we're looking around feeling like all right you know what this is just, just don't do anything negative here take the tie <laughs> yep. whatever we'll we'll take the tie we'll kiss our sister and and we'll get back home and and we'll work on some things for them to start at their own 20-yard line with, you know what, it was 56 seconds left here now that I'm looking at the game sheet. Right. Less than a minute left in the in the shadow of your own end zone almost and incomplete pass on first down. So you're staring at second and 10, 50 seconds left in the game. How many Steeler fans would have bet that, oh, yeah, they're going to find a way to get down in the field goal range and, and win this game at that point? I don't think hardly any. But you complete the pass to Deontay Johnson for nine yards. The big gain to Pat Fryermuth for 26 yards. Hey, Muth. Then, then two plays later, you find Muth again for 10 yards. Spike the ball. You give Boswell a chance. He nails the 53-yarder. I mean, just again, everything had been going wrong for you for four hours. But when it mattered most, Mitch Trubisky, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth—that offense just able to make enough plays to give Boswell a chance. When you're when you're struggling, when you're, you know, failing in a way for four hours like that and again nothing's going your way, it could be easy to all right, you know what, let's just go out here, let's take care of the football, we'll tie, worst case scenario, and we'll go home and we'll we'll try and get this thing figured out. For the offense to to not blink, to cut their eyelids off, and to struggle for four hours, but just get it together enough at the very end to steal a victory there. I, I think they they deserve credit in that as well. It's it, the defense is the reason why they won the game without a doubt. But the offense did just enough at the end uh, to to give Boswell a chance to do what he does best.
2: You know that's well summarized. Wes couldn't couldn't add to it other than the fact of saying you know what um, I will look at that that uh, when they, they in overtime there and way Trubisky was able to hold those guys together yeah. and keep them up. You know, it speaks to his strong leadership capabilities that you can rally the boys when things, as you pointed out, have not been going your way. You know, at some point in time, the guys got to be looking at each other and looking at the quarterback, and some of them probably giving them the side eye saying, you know, we got to start completing something. We got to start getting something going here. We got to do something to help this defense out because at 94 s- snaps. 94. That's insane. that That's just absolutely insane. Well,
0: I, I still can't – I mean, again, that's – that's like a Pac-12 spread offense, Big 12 Texas Tech spread offense. They don't run that many plays in a game. It's, it's, exactly. cra- it's crazy.
2: And yet they did. You know, yeah. and yet, how about Trubisky? Did you see the suit he wore? Man, that was strong. He's
0: got to wear that hey, suit from now remi- on, man. Reminded me of Al Capone, Shay. That's, that's it, man. I'm going to make you an offer you can't
2: refuse, Shay. It did, it did have a little bit of Chicago Capone type of flavor to it, but that was a strong suit, man. So I, I, I don't know. I said maybe the, he's got to wear that suit, you know, as we move forward here. What you does know that, what I
0: mean? Does that mean we have to wear the same things that we were wearing in the booth? Uh, what was – I don't even know what I was wearing. Well, you and Max were wearing the same <laughs> oh, <that's>, shirt. <laughs> We have the same oh, yeah. date mates. That's, a, that's another lead that i've buried here 80 minutes into the show everybody all right i know this is radio so i gotta paint the picture for you max and wolf wore the same shirt yesterday for the game i mean you think these guys share a brain you think they spend a lot of time together you think they do a show together and played in the trenches and all these things we get to the radio booth you know three four hours five hours before kickoff however early we get there And Wolf and Max are wearing the same polo and a very similar black hat. I mean, it was like it was like they were. It's like they coordinated the thing, baby. I'm sorry, I had to call you out on that one. I told Max, I go look.
2: Uh, we we'd be like twin brothers from different mothers I go I'll I my I wear my 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 top button buttoned you know like the great Maz, bill Mazeroski, you know <laughs> I go make sure yours is unbuttoned that way they can tell us apart
0: <laughs> you know guys you're not supposed six to 6 foot
2: 8 to 6 foot 1 You're not yet.
0: supposed to coordinate your outfits till Christmas time and we take the family photo all right <laughs> it's still only September
2: Oh I love Max he is such a joy that was it's great. hilarious and by the way if you're just tuned in for whatever reason Max is got somewhere between Cincinnati and, and Phoenix, uh, his flight and yeah, over over
0: time, extra yeah. extra fifty minutes of uh, of free football out there. Well, I think exactly caught, caught that's those, what happened. Those fifty minutes were the the difference, the make or break, the break for him and uh and not catching his flight. Unfortunately, but hey, I'm I'm happy to be here with you, brother Wolf. Well,
2: I appreciate you stepping in. Of course, the ninja that you are, it is always uh, an appreciable addition. To the locker room, where there's no doubt about it. You know, we got we got the good, I and mean, there's some more good. You know, the the Boz 53 yard yeah. game winner. Yeah. That was good. You know, but there was also bad. There was the 55 yard doink.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: I mean, these things happen. But unfortunately, um well it happened for cincinnati too they had the, they had some bad too but you know we, what we'll do let's step aside here and we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about the good the bad the ugly what you know, and the ugly would be me we'll, we'll find out when we come back
1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. And this to try to end the game in overtime. The snap is high. The kick is on its way. That kick is line drive. It's no good. Unbelievable. It's left. It's left. No good. The high snap cost him. Boy,
2: oh boy, did that high snap cost him in the... We, we, does James Harrison is that is that a name that pops up when you, when you listen to that? You I like go, wow, maybe they had a Harrison moment. Of course, we we love James Harrison and uh, you know and his contributions here to Steelers Nation and all. But that one snap that, that when he snapped it into the into the Mananga Halo, yeah, we, we remember I mean.
0: we remember James fondly for many things. Wolf, his long snapping abilities was not at the top of the list.
2: Right, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, it's funny because. I didn't I, – I forgot that the, the normal yeah. snapper got yeah. hurt, you know, and I, it just – again, I was tanking in my heart. I'm just going, come on, you know, and then, wow, just to, after watching that dude – Kick one from fifty-nine
0: out. Oh. I
2: mean McPherson was just unbelievable. And like
0: effortless. I mean, that, that would have
2: been good from, from
0: sixty-one or sixty-two. That 59-yard field goal. Uh, 61 or 62. I think like 66, 67. Yeah, he's he's impressive. He really is. Yeah, that was
2: that was unbelievable. But anyhow, I guess from the uh the Bengals standpoint, that would be ugly. That would be ugly. That would be ugly. Would be ugly. But from our standpoint, it was beautiful. Let me give another shout out to to the great Minka Fitzpatrick, because that defensive stand at the goal line, following Joe Mixon skedaddling thirty-one yards there to the Steeler four-yard line, what a great job by Minka to track him down and, and force him out of bounds and take him out, and and of course they made the stand there, uh, you know, and, and kept him out of the end zone. But it was just a great job by Minka to come over and make that play.
0: Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was. It really was like it sounds cliche, wolf, but it was the classic total team effort, yeah I mean the defense led the way, but you needed every little contribution and bounce from special teams. you needed the 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 late contributions and 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 early on as well too, at times from the offense um it it was that total team, that three sides of the football and it and it was just enough to to get you out of a hostile environment against a good team um with a victory, you, you needed you needed the every bit of of everyone's hand in that pile, um, and there's I mean there's just there is there's there's a lot to chew on from that. There always is Week One, right? Because it's right, the first right. time we've had a you know a real competitive non preseason game and you know in months, uh, but oh, that one was you needed everybody, and and at some point in time, you know maybe not for the full seventy minutes, but at some point in time you got it from everybody. And there is, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of ugly. Certainly, some to hang your hat on, and and absolutely a, a few areas um, for growth as well too.
2: You know, one of the one of the things that we haven't talked yet about, we talk an awful lot about Friarmouth, but there's another tight end who. Had a significant yeah. contribution on that tight end screen. Did you see the six twelve? I love bumbling, it. Bumbling, stumbling, and rumbling. I saw him on the plane last night, and I'm said, I says, "How come you didn't put a little shake and bake on the last guy, <laughs> huh?
0: What was that?" Zach was probably just worried. He's like, "All right, don't hold on to the football. Hold on to the football. All right, get it, get his Hold on to the football." <laughs> he looked good, didn't he? He did thirty two yards, and it's funny, you know, during OTAs, Wolf well, back in May. Uh Motes and I were fortunate enough. Uh Zach Gentry sat down and, and did a segment with us. Oh, that's cool. And and he's a well-spoken guy. He's yeah. nice as could be. Um and we said to him, we said, Hey, you know, you got more involved in the pass game last year. I, I think, you know, he had 20-some receptions last year. Um, you know, you're looking to build on that this year. And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I'm I'm looking to get that first NFL touchdown this year <laughs> as well, too. You know, week three or or season three for me. It's time for me to find the back of the end zone. I, I thought that was going to be the moment right there. It I, looked
2: I like it, you know. Was that Von Bell or was that Jesse Bates that came up? Yeah, and made one of the, the two.
0: Yeah, one of the two
2: guys. But man, oh man, you know, I, I see him just rumbling down that side yeah. like I'm
0: go, baby, go. Longest, longest play of the day by the offense, and it was it was at a time, Wolf, when they desperately needed that as well too.
2: Yes, absolutely. They
0: needed some pep in their step. They needed some feel good. They needed a, a little momentum. And nice, nice, nicely designed uh, screenplay there by Matt Canada and company, 32 yards to to Zach Gentry, again, at a time when that was right what the doctor ordered, exactly kind of just the, the burst of life um, that the offense and that the entire team needed.
2: Absolutely. There's no question about that.
0: All right, now, what would you say? I'll give you a
2: bad, all right? Okay. The Steelers were 4-15 on third down. How's that?
0: Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on now, Wolf, real quick. Yes. You know, you you and Max asked, can okay. we get some can we get some country western music? Oh yeah, for when we talk about the bad. I'm you. sorry, yes, All I, right?
2: I jumped, I jumped off sides.
0: So I I went into, well, then you'd fit in nicely with uh, what we saw yesterday. <laughs> uh, I went in, I, I I dug deep into our archives of the music that were actually allowed to use here on the program right all right i found a couple different um you know hitching your wagon type tunes here some <laughs> gun some gun slinging, horse riding classic wild west type music so let's we'll, we'll try a few of these out throughout the weeks and we'll pick one okay here, here, here you go let's let's go let's go oh i like this let's hmm. see how this fits You know the only problem is, what well, this sounds like a happy song. I don't know this, if this fits the bad.
2: I picture your dad with the Philharmonic <laughs> doing this thing here, okay? Because, you know, your dad is one of them great violinists, right?
0: <laughs> Oh yes, he is. Yes, he is. So you yeah because so- he
2: he didn't play the tuba, right? <laughs> he did thinking, not. Okay, he did not. Yes, Vi- sure. violin. Yes, that's right. But he's with the the Philharmonic Orchestra, right?
0: He is. He is. Yes, the Pittsburgh Symphony and uh, great and, musician. And, and this is this is a a little a little you know a little country western for you. So you were saying the bad? Yeah, not not so great on third down for the offense. Well, this I would
2: say this is more country and not western. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the bad, four of fifteen on third down. That's now that's bad. That's not good. That's yeah, it's not good. As a matter of fact, if it's not good, it's bad. Four of fifteen. Any way you you dial that up, and only twenty six minutes and seventeen seconds time Oof. of possession. Those are those are two bad ones.
0: Those those are two bad ones. All right, let's let's give another. Tr- let's let's see before I give mine here. Let's see. What- see. Now, see, this is this is a little bit gloomier here. Okay, yeah. It brings it down a little. Wolf, uh, my bad is um, lack of success in the run game. You know, yep. 10 car- carries for Najee Harris, 23 yards. I'm not great at math either, but I can do the math on that one. That's just 2.3 yards per carry. Not good. You know, when Chase Claypool, one of your wide receivers, is your leading rusher and only has 36 yards on the day. You know, we had, uh, we knew, again, we, we know this offense, it's, it's going to be a work in progress. It's going to take time together. We're not writing the final, you know, chapter, writing the final book on them after week one, certainly. Um, but we know that they've got to get more going in the run game. And it just wasn't there yesterday. Well below four yards per carry. Najee Harris, only 2.3 yards per carry. Uh, a wide receiver is your leading rusher of the day. Hmm. That's that's not going to cut it for, for seventeen games in the National Football League.
2: No doubt about it. I'll give you another, and that's very good. Some of the the, the the ugly or the bad there. That's that's downright bad. Yeah. All right. So you got twelve drives throughout the game. All right. You take possession of the ball, and that starts the drive. Almost fifty percent of them, uh, the went three and out. Okay. That's that's not good. Five more with just oh. one first down. All right, so that's that's not good at all. I mean, that's bad, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. what leads you. That's what leads you to have a ninety-four snap defensive unit out there.
0: It, it absolutely does. You have you know you've got it's it's the complementary football that is a tale as old as time. That you know that every coach from from high schools on Friday to collegiately on Saturdays to to you know to the big show on Sundays. You've got to play complementary football. You have to be able to extend drives on offense, keep your defense off the field, right while you're wearing their defense down. And for your defense, you need them to get off the field, um, and stop the run and 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 keep the other team on their back foot and limit that time of possession. You know, while all the turnovers for the Steelers defense were great and were much needed to secure victory. In a way, it was like a double-edged sword for them because they were just right back out there after you know they were they were playing so many plays. Um, but you're right; it was it was not. It, it was some of the bad there. Wolf as well too is just a lack of complimentary football. You need that. You know, Wolf. Have you ever you ever been in a canoe or a boat or anything like that that requires you that yes. requires you to row? Yeah. You know how it is. If you've got one person in front and one person in the back, right? If, if one they're rowing on opposite sides. If one side is is rowing with more force and more inertia and more aggression, you're going to have a, a tilted route, right? You're not going to be able to stay straight down that river, down that lake. If one person is doing all the rowing and the other person's just kind of uh, out there going through the motions, uh, the defense was doing way too much rowing for the for the Steelers <laughs> yesterday. Uh you you need, like we said, again, it, it it's going to be the defense leading the way, but man, it's it's gotta be more at least sixty forty, you know, than the yeah. than maybe the ninety ten shouldering of the load that we saw from the defense. Uh you've got to you've got to here, as we build in these next couple weeks, get closer and closer to that that complimentary football where, hey, if your defense is forcing turnovers, if your defense is forcing three and outs and they're getting off the field quickly, that's great. That's what we want but we can't give our we our offense can't give the ball right back to Cincinnati or to the opponent and force our defense right back out there again. Those guys need a rest. Those guys need a blow. Um and and they just, you know, for 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 the majority of those 70 minutes yesterday, that was not the case. They were they were out there for 94 snaps. It's
2: unbelievable.
0: It's it's unbelievable. It really is, and it is it's a it's a incredible effort and they do they deserve all the applause and the tip of the caps and and all that. Um, but that's one of those things that, like I said, doesn't need – I'm not expecting it to be 100% fixed, uh, you know, by the time the Patriots roll into town on Sunday. But that's one of those things that better at least get moving in the right direction, that better show some improvement here as we head to week two. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's, you're talking about rolling in the boat. The first thought I came was I remember years <laughs> ago about six of us went on a, on Ohio pile on a white I water rafting. There. Love it there. Oh, my heavens. And we went down the river, and we hit the first rapids. We had no guide because uh, <laughs> we no guide. Because we, we thought we could do this, right?
0: Right, of course. I don't need a guide. I'm good. I'm good. I played in the NFL. I mean, you ever heard of me? World's Strongest Man competition? You think a little river is gonna take me down? We, we came to the
2: first. White water and it wasn't very big. And Ted Peterson was I was in the left front. Ted was in the right. Tunch was behind me. And Ted Ted panics because we started to spin while we're going into the rapids. And he falls into the middle of the raft and he grabs me by the head and we fall in. And we're spinning in circles as we're going through the rapids. Out of control. It was so bad. They, later on, the guides from other groups told us they pulled over and they were pointing us out saying, you see those guys? They're terrible. Oh, this, is not, this is what you don't want This to is what do. you don't do. This, this is wrong. This is exactly how you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, it was so bad.
0: Oh my heavens! Oh, so I, such as life. I am. I'm. Listen. I am not surprised. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. I am. I am not surprised. You know. I can see you guys. No, we got this. We're good. We're good. What, the, can, what are you talking about? We can about? handle this. We can handle. We can handle this.
2: Well, just to wrap this segment up. All right. D- the defensive stand and the great play by uh, Mika Fitzpatrick when Joe Mixon hoofed it for 31 yards down to the four yard line. That's a good play. But the fact. That mixed and broke a thirty one yarder Yeah, that's, that's bad, yeah, that's bad you you've
0: in that m- in, in that situation that. as well yeah. too you know that was that was another one of those moments where you really started to think you know for for one of the first you know maybe one or two times of the game, oh geez man, they Cincinnati really might find a way to come back and win this thing um that that is and again, that's another one of those too, right wolf, along with the the lack of run game on offense that's one of those things that you know this isn't something that we're just talking about this week it's it's something that is you know has gone back a season or so here where that's been an area where they have have struggled to carve out that identity to find that success uh yeah of all the things that we've discussed today i think you know both sides of the football y- you need to have more success running the ball certainly going forward and the defense for all the good that they did and certainly we're we're not trying to ding them at all after that performance but they still do need to tighten up in some of those run situations, particularly on those, you know, those plays that should be two, three, four yard gains at best that turn into 20, 30 yard gains. Um, you know, you let that happen over the course of the season and at some point, obviously it will cost you.
2: Absolutely brother. All right. We're going to come back for the final lap here. Some of the best pressure you can put on a quarterback is by blitzing, or is it? We'll tell you when we come back, we are SNR.
1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Burrow back. Burrow's hit, the ball is out, and Cam comes up with it. The ball came into the air on the hit from the blind side by Devin Bush, and Cam Hayward said, thank you very much. And I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow looks like a man under siege.
2: Oh, yeah. Under siege indeed. Think about it. Seven sacks, 11 quarterback hits overall. Normally, when this was Blitzburg, I mean, Pittsburgh was Blitzburg, right? But what happens? You got Pittsburgh there. They pressured Burrow yesterday 20 times, the next gen stat of the game, 20 times without blitzing for a pressure rate of 37.7. Well above Burroughs' average pressure faced last season, regardless of blitz, at only 28.5%. Think about it. 20 times they pressured him with just a four-man rush. That's how you get it done in the NFL today because you don't want to have to bring too many guys all the time. You got to be able to put pressure with your front four.
0: Particularly against a team like the Bengals. Right, Wolf? Uh because they have got guys who can hurt you all over the place. That's Trio You yeah, you need you need that extra body or two in coverage, right? Not stacked up in the box, not trying to disguise your blitz. Um we know defense is across the NFL. It doesn't matter if it's the Steelers, it doesn't matter if, you know, you look back uh the Rams last year, your Super Bowl champions, you know, you kinda go down the list of of teams that have won Super Bowls, teams that have been really good on defense, you know, over the last handful of years they almost all have one thing in common, and that is they can get pressure with four organically. Yep. They don't have to dial up anything fancy. They don't have to beat you schematically and disguise stuff. They can line up their front four, and they can get after your quarterback. They've got some butt kickers in the trenches, right? Um, you know, it started with Aaron Donald and Von Miller last year for the right. Rams and, 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 was a, and was a group effort there. You know, you've got T.J. Watt. You've got Cam Hayward. You've got Alex Highsmith. You've got guys uh, like Wormley, and like Ogunjobi, uh, when you can get pressure again organically just with those four, your front four, not doing anything fancy, not trying to hide things schematically, and then you can kind of play chess with those other seven guys on the back end, that to me is almost always a, a mark, a signature of a great NFL defense, the ones that can use seven guys elsewhere and just get pressure up front with their four. And so far, so good in that regard for the Steelers. Well, you think about it. I mean, that was a lot of pressure that you brought with just that front
2: four because those guys were tearing it up. Larry Ogunjobi. I'm telling you what, he man. Yeah, great it, game. It was, it was funny. He was it,
0: getting booed by the fans as the game went <laughs> along, Wolf. Every, I know. The first time they announced his name, a tackle made by Larry Ogunjobi, there was some light boos. Right. By overtime, it was hmm. tackle made by Larry Ogunjobi. Boo!
2: <laughs> he is one powerful dude because he was man. getting
0: his name he was getting his name announced the whole game <laughs> I
2: know. he he was one powerful dude uh, it was funny because i rode over on the bus the first bus you know going from the hotel to the stadium and I just kind of watched him. he had a, a smile came on his face when uh, we we went into Paycor stadium you know it was i and i was wondering because it's a weird feeling when you you know that was your home at one time you know that's Absolutely. where you performed and now he's there, and he certainly was a a, a uh, heartbreaker during that game. Came off, did a nice job with a lot of the double teams. They tried to double team him, and he uh, just hunkered down, dog. Just he couldn't did. move him, man. He I did. mean, he was yes. I really I respect his game. I think he's it's a fine step up. And again, we're just we haven't gotten any word yet on T.J. Watt, have we?
0: We have not. Uh, Mark Kabali, our buddy Kaboom, Kaboom, yes, just went on the NFL Network. Actually, I mean, look at him; he's big time. Uh, Beautiful. And he said that TJ is going to be out a long time. Okay. But that there is still none. That was just you know in the last 20 minutes from Kabali, but still nothing official from the team. You know, uh, I'll use this opportunity, Wolf. About 24 hours from now, right here, you can hear the Mike Tomlin press conference, and I think that might be when we get our first uh, you know our first word from the team.
2: Oh, no doubt about it. And by the way, you can catch uh, the point after tonight. That'll be uh, There you go. That'll be at, what, 7 o'clock, I believe it is, on DVE. W-D-V-E. And if you're around, what, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, out at Market District, the great Pat Fryermouth. The, the Muth is Luth
0: tomorrow night in the Market District. You and Muth at the Market District. Oh, yeah. I tell yeah. you what, they better bring extra ribs. <laughs> I love it. You know it.
2: Well, let's get on to some of the ugly because the ugly also was, and I hate to say, it, but Boz's fifty-five-yard doink, boy, you could hear oh. that doink. The, somebody picked up a, the NFL picked up a, their microphone down there, picked up the, the doink when it hit the goalpost. Oh, was that that was awful?
0: That was tough. That felt like, um, uh, the that felt like the missed opportunity for the Steelers. Did right. in the in the moment, obviously, you know, there were there were some missed opportunities for the offense. Uh, throughout the course of the game, but specifically there, you're thinking, "All right, we got we got Boz close enough. I've seen this fish before, right?" He, <laughs> he, he, he I've, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've seen this fish before. I've seen this fish before. <laughs> that's that's one of the great Mike Langisms, isn't it? All right, I've seen this fish before. I know what's about to happen here. And uh, and yeah, just I mean he caught that post about his squarelies. You know what it sounded like to me, Wolf, and maybe What's it's, that? maybe it's just because I was hungry at that point that you know, the game was about over. I was thinking about all the delicious food we were gonna get <laughs> those those ribs and those chicken farm oh, yeah. sandwiches on the plane. Yeah. That doink from Chris Boswell up the uprights—it sounded like the Taco Bell gong, you know, you know, all the Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> yeah, Yo Quiero Taco Bell, bong, <laughs> bong, and then he's gone. I heard that bong, and the first thing I thought was, "Ooh, quesadilla and some tacos would be pretty good right about now." But that—that that was one of those moments where—and again, just the emotions, the storyline of yesterday. I mean, you—you you had every possible emotion that that you normally experience over the course of a season, over the course of a month in one game, even within a couple hours there. And that was one of those moments from everything that transpired from the good, from the bad, from the ugly. I felt like, oh, man, that was the opportunity right there. Okay, best case scenario now you're able to get out of here with a tie. But little did I know, you know, they gave they gave boss one more opportunity, and, and he, was, he was true on that one. I guess he just needed the two extra yards, Wolf. That was the difference.
2: <laughs> you know, the thing about it is, he, how do you come back from that? You know, and there was a great article last week about um, they talked about Boswell, the Wizard of Boz, having a sniper mentality. I mean, one of those guys where, you know, your focus and your steely determination, you you turn out all the external stuff and you go inward and you find that that uh, calmness, that space you need to be able to perform. And that he's got that, uh, you know, just that razor-sharp focus. And he doesn't let things like that bother him, which I, I find just amazing. And what a great job. So he comes back and he does drill the game winner. That was awesome. The, of course, the other ugly things, the injuries to T.J. Watt and Najee. Yeah, yeah. Then the one that you pointed out, the 13 carries between 10 by Najee, three by Jalen Warren, and it, it averaged out to 2.3. Uh, you know, kind of reminds my brother Ronnie. You know, <laughs> my brother Ronnie once said they said describe your running style. Says I'm the kind of runner if you need a yard, I will get you a yard. <laughs> uh, Two yards need,
0: and a cloud of dust. Yeah, and
2: if you need and if you need uh, three yards, I'll get you a yard. <laughs> I you know it's just that that's the way it was but that's good I you know, like that yeah. yeah I like that the unfortunate thing is we've got to get this running game going it's got to get going one way or another yeah so. no
0: you, you're right and again it's it's only week one it's it's not panic button it's not the you know the, the final the final uh story of the offense in the run game certainly is not even close to being written yet for this 2022 season but like I said you got to start to see the progression at least, you know, hopefully here on, on Sunday at home against New England.
2: Well, I can tell you it was a pretty jolly plane ride back to the Berg last night. It was. Uh... And that's
0: just because Wolf had the ribs to go <laughs> Oh, and I,
2: I got them ribs going, and it was great because I was sitting by Presuta, and Prisuta was like, oh, good. The fat guy finished off the ribs. He's not going to be slopping rib sauce all over him, right? <laughs>
0: Presuta's trying to listen to sound and get some work done I for know. the DVE morning show this morning so he doesn't have to wake up at 4 a.m., and Wolf's just. Killing the ribs. licking Licking his lips and splashing barbecue sauce everywhere. Wes, thanks
2: for sitting in for Max. Max should be back tomorrow. We'll all be back tomorrow, God willing. Hopefully, we're getting ready to take on them Patriots next week, but you got to enjoy another 24 hours of the win. We'll see you tomorrow, folks, with Mike Tomlin Press Conference. We'll be back then. Remember, we are SNR.